Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with Mr. Cashflow, we're going to break down uh, some vocabulary that might be tripping you up. How you doing, David? I'm well, thanks. I love your new office, by the way. Thank you. That's ah, a lot of fun. I come in and have a have a good time every day. So thank you. I see you that. have my picture over over your shoulder there. Yeah, uh, wearing the little red bow tie. <laughs> yep, that's you. Yeah, richy rich, a younger you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, David, thank you for episode one. You're saving me. You know, let's just call it ten grand between friends. That's uh, you're um, you're going to be one of my friends if you save me ten grand. Just so you know, ten grand uh, per property. Yeah, per property so or uh, more. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. But what I thought we should do is break down some vocabulary, right? I have an unfair advantage. I'm a trained accountant, uh, master's degree, been playing in real estate for 20 some odd years. And I understand with some one rental at a time fans reach out, uh, some vocabulary might trip them up. So I thought maybe we should talk about it, acknowledge it, and maybe I can help break it down into simple English. When we do the study, we're going to need the cost basis of the property, not including land. When we do the estimate, if they don't know that, that's fine. We're just going to assume 20% land. But you know, in California, that may not be even close. Uh, I, we did a, a study on a property, and it turns out that the cost of the land was 67% of the entire property. So we, you know, 20% is, is good for us to use as an estimate. But if you can give me the depreciable cost of the building without land, it's even better. But if you have a tax professional, especially one that is well-versed in real estate, they know how to do that. They'll calculate it for you and they'll, they'll give me the number. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you got to figure it out. And it's not that hard. But when I ask people for the cost basis of the property without land, often I get a deer in the headlights look or I have no idea what that is or where do I come up with that? So there's an easy way to do it. I thought maybe we could take a little bit of time and I could show you exactly how I go about doing it um, and, and how they can as well. Absolutely. So um, let, let's first, so we get definitely share, we're going to educate folks, but I just want to make sure we haven't lost anybody already. <laughs> first step, why do you need to know this? The tax code lets you depreciate the building, the structure. It does not let you depreciate the land. The land exactly. doesn't depreciate. Hence, so Yep. As we calculate the depreciation for it, we need to know to take the land out because you mm -hmm. can't do anything with that. Yeah, it's not part of the process. It, the land is land. There you go. So that's and why if, we are doing this. And if you go buy a house, you, you don't know how much of that purchase price is land and how much of that purchase price is building off the top. You don't really need to know mm -hmm. until you get ready to start depreciating it. Exactly. So why don't you go ahead and take it over from here and show some folks how they can uh, get can a little I, Can I share my screen? I believe I gave you control. I believe. You, I believe you did. Look at that. Uh, let me find the right thing to share. Mm -hmm. um, oh, no. Can't I find it? Oh, hold on a second. I've got I've to no do a couple of take, things here real quick. No problem. So while you pull that up, the other thing, folks, that, again, remember what we're talking about here, cost segregation allows you that layered cake analogy from episode one. If you don't know what a layered cake analogy is, go back and watch episode number one, where I show you how I'm saving, I think it was $28,000, which uh, ends up being about 10,500 bucks in cold, hard cash. Okay, there you go. Can you see that now? I can, thank you. Okay, so the best way, the quick and dirty, easy way to do it where it's going to be acceptable to the IRS. Because if the IRS comes calling and they say, how did you come up with this land value? 
you really need to know you did it in a way that is going to be acceptable to them. Absolutely. So wherever your property is located, you want to go to the county tax assessor's website, do a property search. They're all there. Mm -hmm. Come up with your property. I pulled up the county tax assessor's site for a former house of mine. Okay. Just I blocked out the new owner's information because I figured he probably wouldn't want me to share that. Probably not. Um, but if you look at this, this is what it looks like for, for this particular county. They all look somewhat similar. But if you look, you're going to find a place that shows last year's values. Mm -hmm. So for this one, the land was worth 33700 The improvements, which is the building, is 154500 They put in accessories, which I'm not even sure what that is. And then the total value. What you want to find out is this is not the number. The thirty-three thousand seven hundred is not the number you want to use for your land, mm. because this total value is probably not what your purchase price was. Exactly. So what you want to figure out is the percentage of that total that's exactly. land. Mm -hmm. So if you take the land and you divide it by the total value mm -hmm. times one hundred, because it's percent. You come up with the land percentage. In this case, it works out to 17.5%. Yeah, so let me just do the math, make sure I'm with you. So 33,700 divided by 192,100. Yep, 17.5. Okay, Got it. perfect. So then take your purchase price for the property. Yep, let's say it's 300 grand. Okay, okay. times 17.5% or 0.175. Mm -hmm. And that will give you the land value of your property. Yeah, so I just did that folks for you. You can follow along the $300,000 times 17.5% equals $52,628.84. That is land value and thus you will only be depreciating roughly $247,372 roughly. And if if I ask you for that depreciable cost basis and you send me we paid 300,000, the land is worth this much. That's all I need to know. And I can confirm that with our engineers and then they can have a very accurate number to work from. Yeah, so let's go back to the top of this uh, screen that you're sharing because uh, we may have lost people right at the beginning. Folks, every okay. county assessor uh, organization has a site now, it's all public information. Typically, Absolutely. you're gonna search by what's called an APN number. Uh, basically an area parcel number, I believe it is. And that is how you'll find it. You could find the APN on your closing statement. You can find the APN on your tax statements. Uh, it is out there. My, I can't search by address in my location. I don't Okay, I did. Okay. So some of them you can, some of them maybe you can't. And maybe I just did APN because I had them because I have them all listed. Because again, the APN is on your closing statement and I saved those. So maybe I just, I don't know. Maybe I should try to buy address, but- yeah, again, just go to the county assessors. It's right there for you. Remember, it's going to give you a land value, but that's not it. You want the land value as a percent of property. That gives you a percentage. That times your purchase price. That is what David is asking for when he reaches out to you. And it's very simple. But for those of you who say, I don't have a tax professional to figure that for me. I do my taxes on TurboTax. If you're going to invest in real estate, and I, I harp on this pretty much every time we talk. If you're going to invest in real estate, you need to have a tax professional that is well-versed or specializes in real estate because otherwise you're leaving a lot of money on the table, potentially. 
And, and what they charge you is not a cost. It's an investment because they understand how to get you every dollar back um, on your taxes. And like my dad always said, tax evasion is a crime, tax avoidance is mandatory. Very cool, David. Thank you very much for all you do for the One Rental at a Time family. If somebody wanted to reach out and engage your service to save some real money, how do you want them to reach out? They can text me at 770-367-8091, or they can just pick up the phone and call me at 770-224-8504. Very cool, David. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Michael.